Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife called to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to today's episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. My name is Monica, and I am delighted that you're here with me today. Thank you for tuning in. Before I forget... I haven't said this in a very long time. Would you consider doing me a big favor? Go on over to iTunes and leave a review for this podcast. The reason I ask you to do this is because the more reviews there are, the more iTunes shares this podcast out into its giant universe of listeners. So, If you could do me that one thing, I would really appreciate it. Okay, enough with the housekeeping and on to the things that I've been thinking about since I last spoke with you last week. Today, I want to talk about the power of affirmations and combining that with both decision and belief. Now, I know many people are skeptics of affirmations and I would be, it would be untrue if I were to say that I myself have never been skeptical of them. Many times affirmations are composed and they're said in the present tense as though they're true now. And the same is true for when we write out our goal on goal cards. We always write it in the present tense. And, you know, that can seem a bit odd or or inauthentic. And authenticity is a big buzzword in today's world. And so it can feel a little, I don't know, icky comes to mind. But having said that, I personally have relied on both these tools in my pursuit of goals and on uh, developing more of my potential. And, you know, in both cases, both uh, writing out and saying affirmations and writing goals out on goal cards and speaking them into into the world, I feel awkward and even sheepish as I follow the instructions from the mentors whom I listen to who say this is something that needs to be done. Sometimes you just have to throw caution to the wind and make a decision to try something that other people you admire or that you respect or that you have studied say has worked for them. So in in some cases, that's what I do. And with affirmations and with writing out goals on goal cards, in the present tense, the people that I study, the people that I follow all do this. And so I decide, well, I'm going to do it too. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> Even today as, you know, an a, a accomplished goal achiever and a woman with 30 years of practice and study and accomplishment in various arenas, uh, everything from the corporate world to um, authoring books to being a fantastic Mimi to being an investor in various 
uh, entrepreneurial activities and in real estate, I still resort to these tools and I sometimes still feel awkward about it. Just today though, I read something that is so eloquent and applicable to these practices that I hope it inspires you to step out and utilize these tools in in the same way that um, I have because it has reaffirmed why they may work. So here's, here's what I read. What begins as a physical lie is simultaneously a spiritual truth. What begins as a physical lie is simultaneously a spiritual truth. You get that? I mean, it it stopped me in my tracks when I read that. And um, I wrote it down and I, I, I sat with that a minute and then I thought, you know, that's it. When you you, when you write down your goal or you write down your affirmation about something that you aspire to, something that you want to do, be, or have, and you write it in the present tense, of course, there's going to be something in you that rejects that idea because it's, it's a future result that you haven't yet attained. And yet you are saying to yourself out loud and writing it down on paper that you can read and see this is already true. It's, it's, I mean, the best way you can explain is it gives you a strange feeling. But the reason that I have learned that uh, all the goal setting gurus, at least the ones that I study, are such big proponents of this is because of this idea of spaced timed repetition. And that is that to impress something into your subconscious mind, and remember your subconscious mind can't reject anything that goes into it. It just eventually has to accept it as true. And it's thought in the world of quantum physics anyway, to that your subconscious mind is part of the, I guess, set of tools that we have been equipped with that help us to bring into reality the things that we make decisions for and that we believe to be true. What begins as a physical lie. So that means in the physical realm, there's no evidence that it's true. You can't see it. You can't feel it. You can't touch it. You can't taste it. You can't hear it, uh, whatever it is. But somewhere on the spiritual plane, once you've accepted the idea is true, it begins to come into reality. I know this gets so woo-woo when I try to explain it, but when we speak about our goals as if they are already a fact, again, though our physical senses do not perceive this to be so, the universe that God has made is busy drawing to our eventual attention the reality of that which we have been speaking. So physically, it's not there, but in the spiritual realm, it is. So here's an example of this. These are two things that I say to myself almost every day. I say, I am a child of God, and I say, Jesus is my refuge and my strength. Now, these are two Bible promises that I have claimed, and as I said, I say them frequently. You know, physically, I can't see God. I can't see Jesus. But wouldn't you agree that spiritually this is true, that these are promises that uh, have been laid out for us in the Bible. And um, 
therefore, are true. So I have two, two goals that as I was studying this, I kind of wrote down. They're, they're, um, one is, is super, well, they're both very aspirational. But I wrote down that I helped 5,000 women with their goals. I helped them, 5,000 of them, with their goals. And then I also had a, a financial goal that I wrote down. I easily generate a certain amount of money each month. Now, these are two streamlined goals for which physically I don't yet have complete evidence of their reality. I'm making progress, but spiritually speaking, I have claimed these ideas as true. And therefore, I believe on some plane that I can't yet see, it's done. <laughs> it's, it's, it, so it sounds woo-woo to me even when I say it. Quantum physics much? <sighs> well, you might ask, Monica, how can you be sure? You're talking about this stuff. You've had a little bit of success with it, but how can you be sure? Well, all I can say to that is I believe. I believe that when we decide, and decision is one of the key elements to this, but I believe that when we make a decision to accomplish something and we accept the idea as done, then it is done. When we marry that decision with both believe and with action, because you know, faith without works is dead. That's a biblical, that's another biblical saying. Then the idea or the goal, it must eventually move into physical form. James, Jesus's half-brother, spoke about asking for wisdom. And he said to whomever he was speaking to, but he must ask in faith without doubting because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not expect anything from the Lord. Whoa. So James is saying that faith, no doubting, like unwavering faith is how you get what you're asking for. And he cautions, don't be like that wavering person who believes today and doesn't believe tomorrow. Just believe. Just have faith. Step out in expectancy that the things, the goals, the good and godly and worthy goals that you have set, the things that you have prayed for, that you have submitted to God, that you have asked for, that you are believing for, step out in faith that it is so and it will be done. And there's another quote that I came upon when I was thinking about this that says, to fix our eyes not on what is seen, but to fix them on what is unseen. So that gets back to this whole idea that when we're using affirmations and we're speaking in the present tense about goals that we have decided to achieve, we've decided to achieve them. Again, going back to how important the decision part of this process is that eventually they shall come to pass. Faith without works is dead though. And so in our faith, we've got to take action. We've got to continue to take the next best step to help achieve the goal. Sometimes that's not always abundantly clear, but we just keep pressing, 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 trying a little here, a little there. I, uh, I, I told you I had written down this very, uh, it's an audacious financial goal. And it's a, it's, a, it's a monthly goal that I'm believing for. And in preparing for this podcast, I had written out some notes and had 
was looking over this affirmation and this goal that I had written down just yesterday. Literally, this was just yesterday. Now, you may or may not believe this, but I'm going to tell you it's true. And I wouldn't say it if it wasn't true, but it just dawned on me as I was preparing to turn on the microphone today to put my thoughts out here on this subject that the goal for this month, which I just wrote down yesterday with no evidence at all that it was possible, that goal which I have said to myself with belief, I've decided that it is going to be achieved for this month has already been achieved from the strangest, most random source. So I just want to say sometimes when I'm preparing for these episodes, especially when I'm talking about things like quantum physics and this idea of a universal law that if you believe it, it is going to happen. I have to check myself and I have to question myself and make sure that I'm comfortable with sharing with you kind of some of the things that I believe because I'm literally being about as vulnerable as I can be here to convince you and encourage you and inspire you to take action on the goals and the desires of your heart and to try something maybe a little different, a little awkward, a little uncomfortable to try on this believing as though this goal is already accomplished on some plane of existence and then allowing God in his majestic way to bring it into the fullness of reality here. So when I talk about these things and when I think about talking about these things, sometimes I think you all are going to go running for the hills. I I don't know what to say to that, except I'm really glad that you came back today. Sometimes I say to myself, what's the worst that can happen? Time is going to pass one way or the other. And eventually I'm going to look back on my goals and they're either going to be accomplished or they're not. So either way, how much fun, how much learning, how much excitement, how much skill building will occur in me on the journey if I just take a step in faith. If I make a decision and then back it up with faith. For me, it's a no-brainer. And I hope you will entertain it too. Better to strike out in faith than to just stand still. Stand right where you are in unbelief, in fear, in complacency, or in doubt. Let's be people, let's be women who are filled with faith, who are filled with belief. Jesus said he wants us to have life and have it abundantly. Well, let's figure out what abundance means to us and then let's set some goals and start speaking as though, as if they are already intact, as though they are already a reality. And let's hold that belief. Let's not waver. Let's not go back and forth and back and forth. Well, is it? Or, you know, isn't it? If it's a goal, if it's something that you've decided that it's worth trading your time, trading your money, or trading your energy for, then it's worth it to back that up with some belief. Don't you think? I do. And I can see evidence of testing these big ideas, I guess you would say, and being just amazed when I realize that, oh my goodness. It works. It really works. So 
That's all I have for you today. I apologize if this has been a little rambly. I've just been kind of going stream of conscious here with you, but I appreciate that you hung in there with me. And as always, let me send you out with a little prayer for your success. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the way that you have walked with us and the way that you reveal things to us in your word. Father, I pray that you would open the eyes of our hearts and that you would let your scriptural truths penetrate and penetrate deeply. I ask that you would shore up our belief in you and in the promises that are in the Bible, that you would give us the courage to claim those promises and that you would answer the prayers of these ladies as they confidently and boldly go about the business of achieving goals. I pray this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, that's it for today, ladies. Go out and get your goals. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com, where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.